Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, repeated studies show that Irish people are extremely interested in news, more interested than most other European countries. Colleen Morell is part of a team at DCU that keeps a watching brief on this. Afternoon, Colleen. Hi. Uh, was it, during the pandemic, was it kind of peak time for news interest? Yeah, I think we're going to look back on the pandemic as a kind of golden time for news, actually, because interest in news in Ireland was 70%. It really, you know, rocketed, especially for things like television and even for young people watching television, whereas now it's down to 52% show an interest in news or admit to having an interest in news, but that's down five percentage points from last year. Okay. And is that mostly due uh, due to that we're not in lockdown anymore, would you think? Um, mostly due to we're not in lockdown. There's still quite a lot of news avoidance um, for subjects that are kind of bad news and ongoing, like Ukraine or also COVID as well, health stories. A bunch of different reasons. People seem to want some more positive news as well. Mm. Is there a lot of that about? <laughs> I think people, journalists have always been having these little little fantasies about people being interested in happy news. But actually... You know, they also say that it doesn't produce as much engagement. Um, you know, I think this latest story that everybody's looking at, the submersible, you know, it could have a positive news outcome, like, the, you know, the boys in the Thai caves. But then again, it might have a bad one. I suppose that's part of the fascination is watching what happens to it. Mm. Well, that's, and it is interesting, actually, because we are supposedly past the deadline where they may have run out of oxygen. Uh so, so does that then become a rather macabre obsession on the part of the public that we, we you know, we keep wanting to look at this? Uh, it might do. But I mean, there's some disagreement about that time, isn't there? And, uh, you know, you can never be sure. So I suppose at the moment it's still got all the fascination. I mean, it's the Titanic, it's human interest, danger, the unpredictability, the sea search, the father and son, you know, the whole kind of ideas that are knocking around people's heads like why on earth did they do that mm. um you know so yeah afterwards then i'm guessing if it's bad then it will turn to who were these people what happened it'll look at it you know it'll become an investigation into was that vessel as dangerous as people had suggested it was a little while ago yeah if one compares that then our, our obsession with the story like that to 80 odd people drown in the mediterranean which maybe has a, a news life of about 24 hours. Why is one apparently so captivating and the other one not so much? Well, you know, you wish it was more captivating that, you know, a large number of people died in the Mediterranean or, you know, um, in the Channel. But basically, I suppose, if you look at the, the sort of worst possible um, notion for this, it would be that it's happened before you know, mm. many times, and people won't identify with the story so much, at least, I suppose, in this country, because that's not, you know, that's not our current experience. Although, of course, Irish people have been immigrants for a very long time in the past. I mean, my family were economic migrants, but, you know, people don't actually always put these things together. Yeah. Plus, also, I suppose, because it's happened before, we've become somewhat kind of inured to it. Yeah, and because news always has that part of it, which is about, you know, what's new, what's different, what's shocking, what's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) sadly.
Yeah. And the, 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 the desire, at least, uh, to have more positive news stories. How does that break down between genders? Um, oh, Lord, you've caught me there because oh. I'd have to check, check with my chart. I'm yeah. not sure that we actually did break it down. Oh, so, no. Well, my understanding is that women are much more interested in positive news stories than men. Uh, well, that, I, I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 um, we have a more positive outcome um, in life. You know, we, we, we want to look on the happy side or to find, you know, that things are, are having a good outcome. I don't know. Maybe men are more just pessimistic generally. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So men are miserable bastards. That's uh, that's very scientific. You said it, not me. Yeah, very scientific. And and and, and ge- generally speaking, is it, it like younger now? Because you did say even like during uh, COVID, I- I- even younger people uh, were more engaged with the news. Generally speaking, do they tend not to be? Um, look, they you know they're not as interested in news as older people. And at the moment, then you know during COVID young people looked more to mainstream media for information, I suppose, because it was a really serious subject that concerned us all and the news changed daily. But now they've gone back to social media. I think it's 39% are getting their news from social media and out of the social media, it's Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, things like that. So, I mean, they are interested in news. It's not to say that they're not, but um, perhaps less with mainstream Mm. news. Does that imply a distrust of mainstream media? Um, no, it it just means that they're not interested enough. I don't think it. I don't think those two correlate. Yeah, it's more that um, you know. Oh, um, I've just come from a conference where you know news exchange where people were really you know all the TV industry want to know is how do we attract young people? If if somebody had the answer to that, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be millionaires. But, um, you know, like, because young people change, you know, and their tastes change. That's what mm. seems to always happen. But now it's a much more fractured set of platforms that interest them. And, you know, every every six months there's something new that they'll jump onto. So, you know, the good thing with the Voices Report is you can see trends over time, um, but you can't necessarily predict the future, of course. Yeah, of course. And old people become, or young people become old people eventually. Uh, they- yeah, Exactly, because I think there was one particularly disturbing um, statistic that was that young men, going back, if you want to put a a gender um, side on this, that uh, young men between, I think it was 18 to 24, were the most um, distrusting of news as a group. But older men over 65, I think it was 67% trusted news. So, yeah, definitely there there is a a trust question in in that um, age group. For men, but in time, uh, as we all know, those young men will turn into cranky old men who who don't want to hear po- uh, positive news. Colleen, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. That was Colleen Morell, there, uh, professor of journalism in, in a DCU. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.